Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Today let's take a quick little dig by reading through 1 Kings chapter 17. We're in month 6. Wow, that's very hard to believe that we're already in month 6 of our 2017-2018 Digging Deep Study. We're still studying Providence this month, and I love the account we have in 1 Kings chapter 17 about Elijah. It says, Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, those are the first two verses of 1 Kings chapter 17. And when we look at Elijah, we see a man there who is seeking to rescue a kingdom. In his mind, in the forefront of his mind is the salvation of the kingdom of Israel. So he's seeking first a kingdom, the kingdom of Israel. And he begins there by saying a very hard thing to a very powerful and wicked king, Ahab. In fact, the scripture says of Ahab, he was the worst one up until his point in all of Israel. So he was very wicked. And Elijah goes before him and says the hard thing. So the first thing I want to learn from chapter 17 of 1 Kings is that seeking first the kingdom... And of course, our parallel is Matthew six thirty three that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. The first thing we have to do when we're seeking first the kingdom is we have to say the difficult, the hard things. Sometimes seeking means saying, and it means saying things that are very difficult to say. We go ahead and read, and it says, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, That's before Jordan, and it shall be that you will drink of the brook, and I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. See the provision of God? Seek ye first the kingdom, and I'm going to take care of you. This is the Old Testament parallel of Matthew 6, 33. But he had to say the hard things, and then he had to go where God told him to go. He had to listen, verse 2. Let's do this one first. Verse 2, he had to listen to the word of the Lord. If we're going to seek first the kingdom of God, we've got to listen to his words. Got to be willing to say the hard things. We've got to listen to the word of God. And of course, we do that today by getting into the scriptures. And then it says, get thee hence and turn eastward and go here and do this. And so the next thing that that Elisha had to do was, Elijah had to do was to go where God said to go. We have to go where God says to go today. And of course, he's told us pretty clearly where to go with our lives. Uh, in Mark 16, 16, go ye into all the world. 15 and 16, go ye into all the world and teach the gospel. We should be all about that if we are seeking first the kingdom of God. So we've got to say the hard things we've got to go where god's we've got to listen to god's word we've got to go where he says 
And so he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that's before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, get up and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon and dwell there. And behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. You see the providence of God? Just because we think God's done taking care of us doesn't mean that God doesn't have a new plan. And that's what he did for Elijah here. So he got up and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel so that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I don't have a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I might go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. This is the next phrase. Listen, and Elijah said to her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it to me and after make for thee and for thy son. It's interesting to notice here that God had already commanded this widow to take care of Elijah. I guess this widow just did not know that that was going to entail giving him the very last ingredients she had to make cakes. But Elijah said, don't fear, don't be afraid to do what God says. Sometimes I think we're fearful. Sometimes I think today in seeking the kingdom, we want to go. We want to trust. We want to obey. We want to tell people the gospel as we just stated in Mark 16, 15 and 16. But we're afraid. We're afraid of losing relationships. We're afraid of, of uh, being embarrassed. We're afraid of making someone angry. We're afraid of being politically incorrect. Sometimes we fear. And I love that Elijah here told her, fear not, just go and do what I've told you to do and what the Lord has told you to do and trust. So it involves seeking first means saying the hard things. It means listening to the word of God. It means going where he says. It means being brave. And it means taking our problems finally to God. So she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. I love it. God provided not only for his prophet there, but for the people peripheral to his prophet. He took care of the widow and her son and her whole household for many days because that barrel, verse 16, of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. And it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. Her son died, and she said to Elijah, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come to me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? And he said to her, Give me your son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him up on his own bed. And he cried to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, have you also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray, let this child's soul come unto him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. The next thing that seeking the kingdom entails is taking your problems directly to the Lord. 
If we're seeking first the kingdom, we are going to be women who rely on the power of prayer. Elijah took the child, brought him down out of the chamber into the house, and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. You know, she should have already realized that. She was a little bit late in coming to that conclusion. From chapter 17 of First of first kings we realize that seeking first the kingdom here's an old testament man seeking god's kingdom we are commanded to seek first the kingdom and he will provide for us in the context of matthew 6 33 the food that we need the clothing that we need our necessities will be provided if we're seeking first the kingdom that's exactly what god said to elijah in first kings chapter 17 and once again it entailed for him saying a hard thing and sometimes we have to stand up and say hard things when we're seeking first the kingdom it entailed listening to the word of god going where god said being brave and fearing not and taking his problems to god in prayer and god provided you know sometimes i want to add this and then we'll be done sometimes what we really need when we become so weary in the service of God, when we become so involved for so long that we have a propensity to burn out and say, am I really doing any good? Sometimes what we need is a place to rest and good nutrition. And that's what God provided here in 1 Kings chapter 17 for his prophet Elijah. He gave him a hiding place. Your question says, what are some of the things that God gave to Elijah, natural agents that God employed in Elijah's care? Well, he gave him a natural hiding place in verse 3. He gave him a brook, so he had water to drink, verse 3. And water's the best kind of drink we can drink. Ravens. He commanded the ravens to feed him, and I don't, I, I don't think he's commanding ravens necessarily to bring us bread and meat in the morning and in the evening, but he does provide natural food for us. A widow he provided in verse 9, and he gave that widow a command, water, and sometimes he provides for us through his other people. He gives, he commands other people to look out, he commands us to look out for each other. And so that's what he did here to this widow. He commanded her to take care of Elijah. And our brethren are going to take care of us too if we're faithful to God. He provided water and a cake in verses 11 and 12. And he provided bottomless bread ingredients in verses 14 and 15. Wow. God really did mean if Elijah was seeking first the kingdom of Israel, he was going to make a way for him to have everything that he needed just this week this passage has come to life for me as i've been studying it because i hate to even say this because it sounds self-serving and i don't want it to sound self-serving at all i'm getting so much better but i've had a wicked stomach bug this week and it's the third kind of flu i've had this winter and i don't know if my immune system is just getting low or exactly what it is but I've had a wicked stomach bug this very week. And I know when that 
the onset of that bug came on, I was saying to Glenn, I just don't feel quite right. I feel like I need to go back to bed. Of course, I didn't know yet that it was going to be a full-blown stomach bug. But Glenn said this to me. He said, you know what? He said, sometimes when we go so far for so long in trying to do the work that we do, and we have so many pressures and so many stresses, he said, sometimes God just makes our bodies say, stop you've got to go to bed and rest and he said i want you to go back in back in the bedroom and get in the bed and rest well it just so happened that this was a day that i um, had a lot of plans to do a lot of things but they were not at least i wasn't speaking and so he said you know you need to go get in the bed and you need to rest and you need to eat and of course it turned out i didn't need to eat at all because it was um, one of those things where your stomach's not going to keep anything down. But I, I thought about what he said as I was reading this chapter. Sometimes we get to a point where we have to stop and we have to go to a hiding place and get some good rest and some good nutrition when that applies and start again. And so I want to encourage you to in seeking first the kingdom don't forget to rest don't forget to be sure that you are putting in your body the things that will help you to be strong and to seek first the kingdom by being strong physically i know one thing if i hadn't if my body hadn't made me stop this week then i wouldn't be spending this morning in study and in prayer I would be busy catching up on other things that really are pressing but because I had to stop I spent something some time this morning doing something that was far more important I hope you're digging I hope you're having a great weekend and I will look forward to our next dig a bit that the next one will be dig a bit number two on month six of great escapes hope you're having a good day bye if you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Digabit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.